welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and today we will be talking about the films Tomorrowland, Barely Lethal, and also talking with two distinguished songwriters, Randy Sharp and Dave Kinoran, promoting their new CD, Calling All the Elephants, and we have them here right now. How are you doing, Randy? I'm great, Kiefer. Thanks for having me. Fantastic to have you on. And Dave, pleasure to speak with you again. Same here, Kiefer. So let's talk about a little bit about the background of the CD. So who came to who to pitch the idea of this CD? Uh, take that one, Dave. This is kind of your brainchild. <laughs> uh, it was Randy's idea, and when I heard it, I jumped at the chance. Is that right? Really? Come on. You're, the whole idea of us doing this album together, I thought that was from you. But it was a while ago, so maybe I'm not remembering right. Well, I had the idea of doing an album, but as I recall, it was your idea to meet every Tuesday at 1030 and talk about what we thought was funny. Oh, that's true. That's true. So I don't think we actually knew uh, where this was going to go when we started it. We were just really having fun writing silly songs and um, seeing how out there we could get and still keep it fun for kids as well as, as adults and, and big kids like us. And <laughs> and it, it went on for quite a while, but we really, the further we went, we realized this is this is pretty cool. We need to turn this into a record and that's right you two s- sound like you've known each other for a while now but have you worked together on a album before randy uh, R- oh, randy okay. and i have been working together for i think only five years but we've known each other a lot longer than that but uh, randy first worked with me on a cd called teaspoon at a time uh he had some ideas for some songs and i thought they were great ideas and we wrote them together and then we worked together on the best in me uh, oh yes Remember that song? Uh, Remember that album? For example, the song Enormously Inconvenient about how unfortunate it is to put walls between each other and prevent us learning who each other is and celebrating our differences. Now, so. Dave, you mentioned that there was there were silly songs in this, and I understand that this um, album made you go back to your silly song roots. How was it to go back to, um, to your original roots? Let me tell you, Kiefer, I had been writing two albums worth of songs that have to do with life lessons and having good character and, you know, being a good person and da-da-da-da. And it was such a joyful relief to be freed from having any need to teach or <laughs> impart wisdom or <laughs> anything <laughs> like that. And, and just, you know... Just sing about what we thought was funny and with no concern for political correctness or who is going to approve it. I mean, of course, we wrote something that's palatable and good for children, but, you know, we we kind of got out there. Wouldn't you say, Randy? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we did. (laughs) But it was that there was there was no real we didn't even know where we were going other than we wanted we wanted to keep on each song. We tried to jump to a different form of humor a different subject, a different thing that made you funny. You know, it could be wordplay humor. It could be a silly story where something happens. It could just be free association. Like, uh, I think the one that represents that the best is probably Calling All the Elephants. And that was just kind of brainstorming. We just sat here and just wherever it wanted to go, we didn't even know what the story was going to be. But by the end, we had a cool little story about a guy being proud of his little sister. And um, it, it was just fun. We didn't we didn't let anything kind of hem us in or uh, trap us into doing something we had already done. You mentioned about the 
collaborative process, I'm guessing the collaborative process is almost insane at some points. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, you never know where it's going to come from. Uh, we have sat here many days and not gotten anything until the last few minutes when, you know, it's about time to break up and some little remark or some story we've told each other or somebody gets a call and they overhear something wrong and uh, anything can kind of trigger this, um, this process. And then once it's the concept is, is starting to take shape, then we kind of throw it back and forth all day long, sometimes several days. And um, that leads us there. It's, and you never know if it's a piece of music, just a funny line, um, just an attitude, just a goofy story that Dave brings in. It could be anything that finally kicks that, that song into gear. And it certainly shows in this album. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Kiefer Blakesley. And today we're talking about the films Tomorrowland, Barely Lethal. And we're also going to be talking, talking to Randy Sharp and Dave Canoyne on their CD, Calling All the Elephants. We're going to be continue talking to them. And so, Dave, is there any particular song that you're proud of in this album? that you want to share with the audience? Well, first of all, I think all 12 songs are winners. Um, yes. we, uh, I'd say we had, in the course of writing 12 songs, we had well over 100 ideas for songs. So the 12 that we settled on, uh, we, th- we felt were bullseyes. I, I'm particularly enchanted with the song uh, Miriam's Muse, which has uh, a non-human um, star of the song, which <laughs> kids will just have to find out. It's... <laughs> The muse is not uh, some spiritual being or divine uh, uh, something, but it is not another person. It's well, it's a very common item, but you'll, you'll they'll have to find out. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Randy, is there anything you want to add on to that oh, about your um, favorite song? Well, it changes every time I play the record. There's something jumps out, and I something I remember we worked on, or some little turn of phrase or a story twist that. It's like, yeah, that is, that's the cool one. And then the next time I listen, it's like, oh, no, wait a minute. This other one is really cool. Miriam's Muse is one of my favorites. Calling All the Elephants is one of my favorites. Last Word is, I really think, is fun. Um, and they all are, have a different reason why they're appealing to me. And um, I've been writing songs for a really long time. And I look at what Dave and I did, and you know, I can't help but be proud of the fact that we came up with 12 things that are nothing like anything I've written before or been part of. So that the collection itself kind of hits me as a favorite right now. Well, you sound very, you, both of you sound proud of this album and I listened to it and it's so funny. It is just a lot of fun to listen to, but both of you are very, you, both of you have a rich history with music and you're very experienced. So are, is there any advice you would give to young aspiring um, musicians out there who want to go into the business? Well, the first thing I, I get asked is quite a bit, and I know this sounds just like something that you memorize and say when you're asked, but it is so true. If you don't love the craft, if it doesn't, if it isn't one of the funnest things you do to sit down with an instrument and create something out of nothing that you're proud of, then don't do it because it is so difficult. To be successful to making a living at this is incredibly hard, and uh, it's actually getting harder all the time. So. The ch- you know the chances of, of hitting the uh, some sweepstakes somewhere the lottery is probably better so you you have to you have to love it if you just if the process doesn't doesn't do it for you then do you know find something that does because that in probably ninety nine percent of the time is what you get for it as opposed to glory or dollars or anything else and a few of us have actually managed to 
make a living out of this, but always it was because of the, the joy of the creative act that uh, that's what kept me going all this time. And most of the people I know that stuck with it, that's why they stuck with it, because there are long, long uh, parts of the career that that's all you get. Totally agree, Randy. And Dave, is there anything you want to add on to that? Well, just like Randy, my favorite thing is to write songs, and I live and breathe it, and I can't imagine life without it, and I never want to retire. And I, you know, it is a very competitive field, but it's, for those who love writing songs, you get a a benefit immediately, the emotional satisfaction and the chance to express your thoughts and feelings, and just the joy of of doing it is, is a tremendous reward. I think your question was, advice to aspiring professional singers and songwriters and such. And I would say that certainly putting in those 10,000 hours that that book talked about to really become great at, at what you do are important. I myself uh, did not find success in, as a songwriter yes. nearly as quickly as Randy did. I took a non-music job for quite a few years before getting my craft to the place where my songs were marketable. So I would say if you truly have that 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 desire, go at it with gusto, but remember, it, it, when you be, as you become an adult, you have bills to pay and so kind of make a plan for that as well. Of course. Well, thank you very much Dave and Randy for talking about this album. You guys are wonderful. Let's take a break and we're going to be playing from Calling All the Elephants, Last World. I'm your host Keeper Blakesley and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Band. His hair was in his eyes when I met him on the trail So he was having trouble cutting off his toenail I was on a boat on an ocean-going trek When I saw a sailor dancing on a poop deck in the water was a mermaid wearing nothing but her skin And she turned out to be a living dolphin Watch you hurt 
for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Prepare for a journey of epic proportions every week. This journey is a journey of life. It's all about real people, real stories, and real life. Everybody's journey is unique, and we'll focus on books, movies, and interviews with amazing people that hopefully will inspire you to impact the world and others around you. Tune in for the journey. It's going to be a great ride. Join your hosts every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. What does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids, live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Jerry Ors, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. We just talked to Randy Sharp and David Kidden, who are the creators of Calling the Elephants, which is a CD. Right now, we're going to talk to Harmony and Katie about the new film, Tomorrowland. How are you doing, Harmony? I'm good. How are you? How about you, Katie? I'm doing great. Awesome. So, Harmony, can you please tell us about the story of the film? Sure. So, Tomorrowland is Disney's new edition, which is an action-packed adventure that is about a boy named Frank, whose scientific curiosity and hope of the future lead him to a world unknown. He meets a young teenager named Casey Newton, whose curiosity also leads her to a world unknown, and she finds a magical pin that when she touches, it takes her to this utopia known as Tomorrowland. When Frank and Casey's fate collides, they find themselves in in a dangerous mission that could change the world. Hmm. And this story is very unique. What did you think about it, Katie? I think this story was amazing. I love sci-fi movies, and this one topped all of them. I really enjoyed seeing it, and the story uh, pulled everything together. Hmm. And Harmony, what did you think? I thought the story was really original, and I thought it had outstanding special effects that no matter what age or gender, I think everyone can appreciate it. And Harmony, if you went to Tomorrowland, what would be the first thing you would do? Probably ride in those floaty car things. Those were really cool. (laughs) And how about you, Katie? I would probably uh, use a jetpack. That looks amazingly fun to me. I I would look for the first spaceship and just ride in that all day. That's what I would do. And Katie, what do you, how do you think the special effects are in this film? Because there are beautiful, wonderful special effects. The special effects, I think, were done perfectly. It looks so real when you see Tomorrowland. All the bright colors, amazing special effects, as you said. And it just is so 
fun to see into the future. And Harmony, what is your favorite thing about this film and why? I would definitely have to say the depiction of the future because I really, really like futuristic movies and it takes a lot of imagination for someone to create an image that we don't even know. So considering we don't know what the future is going to look like, their creation of it and their imagination of it was really perfect and fun for me to watch. This actually leads to my next question. Do you think Tomorrowland is a world or a different dimension in the future, in the past? What do you think Tomorrowland is? A little bit of philosophical questions. Well, it is a utopia because it's, you know, a perfect world and it kind of has like the Disneyland theme, like Disneyland's Tomorrowland and Disneyland's the happiest place on earth. So Tomorrowland is seen as such a happy place. I think it's like a different dimension in the future. (laughs) Yeah, it's just kind of, you can have your own interpretation on it, I guess. Mm. And Katie, what do you think? I think it is a different dimension, a place without the ties of government, of hunger, of poverty, of overpopulation, and all those kind of things, where people can just think and create and do whatever it is that they want to do. And Katie, there are a lot of stunts in this film, like a whole bunch from people jumping to things, from people jumping off things, from a rocket ship coming out of the sky and landing. How do you think they accomplished on all those stunts? The stunts were done beautifully. It's amazing to see people jump off a building, use a jetpack, and land on another one. Somersaults, cartwheels, and all different kinds of things. Very fun, exciting, and adventurous. And Harmony, what do you think? Yeah, I couldn't say it better. I think it's really cool seeing explosions and gadgets from the future. I thought that was really great. Hmm. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Jerry Orris, and today we will talk about... Barely Lethic, and also Tomorrowland. But right now we're talking to Harmony and Katie about the new Disney film Tomorrowland. They're just saying how the stunts were done beautifully. So Harmony, how do you think the directing in this film is? I think it was outstanding. I liked all aspects of the movie. I thought especially the acting and the casting of the young girl Athena was amazing. An amazing choice. I thought she did an amazing job in the film. As well as George Clooney, of course, and every other actor and thought the special effects and other aspects were amazing as well. And Katie, what do you think? The acting was done so well that until the end of the movie, I didn't remember that they were acting. It (laughs) seemed so real. Touching scenes, action scenes, even comedy all tied into one. Everyone did amazing. And Katie, do you have a favorite scene? I've got to say my favorite scene is when Casey first enters Tomorrowland. It's Mm -hmm. bright, it's colorful, it's futuristic, and so much fun. I have to agree with you on that. That is an amazing scene. And do you have a favorite character? Of course, Casey Newton. (laughs) And Harmony, do you have a favorite scene and favorite character? I was going to say the same exact scene as her because it was like I was there. I could feel myself in Tomorrowland. I was dying to go there. I could visualize it perfectly so I'd have to say that part and for my favorite character I'd have to say Athena because she was just so innocent looking but was capable of so much more it was insane yeah when you first meet Athena you think she's just a typical little girl but then later in the film she is much more than that I definitely have to agree with you on Athena and Harmony what do you think is what would be one invention you would bring from Tomorrowland if you could bring only one invention the pin could the pin be it Yeah, that could be it. Nice loophole. Definitely the pin, yeah. And Katie, how about you? Mm, Other than the pin, I would choose the jetpack because the jetpack is so cool. Good about traffic. (laughs) And Harmony, how many stars do you give this film and why? 
I give it a four out of five stars. And why is that? Sorry, I think that the movie is really good. I uh, yeah, it's a pretty good film. And why not five out of five stars? There are a few flaws. Like sometimes the moral messages are a bit cheesy, and it felt a little too long. You know, I felt myself saying, "Wow, this is really long." And I just waiting for to give a movie that sweeps me off of my feet a five,、hmm. so that I yeah, I'm so sure that it's one of the best movies. And Katie, do you agree or disagree? Well, I'm biased because I am a sci-fi lover.、Uh, lover,、uh, but I give it five out of five stars because I love sci-fi movies so much, and this one blew me away. But I do understand why others would give it four out of five stars if they didn't like sci-fi as much.、Hmm. And speaking of sci-fi harmony, would you only recommend this to sci-fi people or everybody? Oh, definitely everybody because it has something for everyone. The comedy, the visuals, everyone can enjoy some part of the movie here and there. And Kate, sorry, and Katie, there are many morals or messages you could say. What do you think is the main one? I've got to say, the main one is believe what you believe in. Even if someone tells you that what you believe in isn't true, that it will never happen, that you should just stop believing in it, you should still believe because you have good reasons in believing that, or at least you should. And you know, who knows? It could happen. Yeah. And Harmony, how many? What is the age range you give this film? I said it was fun for all ages, but to be specific, I'd say thirteen to sixty-five would be an ideal age because they can comprehend the complex plot and appreciate the deeper meaning behind it. And how about you, Katie?、Uh, there are many intense scenes, and it can get scary at times. So I said. Ten、uh, to eighteen and up, any age can love this movie. And what do you think of the cin- cinematography, Katie? Because there are some amazing, breathtaking shots. It was beautiful. So many different shots, angles, and the colors. So、oh, the colors. It was gorgeous to watch. An amazing, amazing time. Well, guys, thank you so much for talking to me about this wonderful new film. You're、If、welcome. You're- <laughs> If you'd like to see Tomorrowland, it is now in theaters. Let's take a break. I'm Jerry Orris, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids. Every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids Channel. Let's talk soon. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded, and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea, and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. 
We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. What does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids. Live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the Tech Team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, you are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Eva Blakesley, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. We were just done talking about Tomorrowland and also interviewing two distinguished musicians, Randy Sharp and Dave Kanoyan. Right now, I'm going to be talking with the wonderful Kendall on Barely Lethal, which seems like a very fun action comedy. How are you doing, Kendall? I'm doing great. How are you? Fantastic. So um, tell us a little, little bit about this comedy. Okay. So Barely Lethal is a film about a teenage girl named Megan Walsh, played by Haley Steinfeld. And she is a highly trained ops agent taught to fight bad guys and criminals and at a school called Prescott Scouts for Girls that looks after girls and train them since they were about around four or five years old, I guess. Mm. And so, yeah, (laughs) Megan realizes that she's missing out on her teenage life. So she decides to fake her own death on one of her missions and joins as an exchange student at a regular American high school and gets adopted by a new family. Then she realizes that high school is more difficult than she actually thought it would be. And so she has a lot of drama going on. And then unfortunately, her former nemesis, Victoria Knox, (laughs) played by Jessica Alba, tracks her down and tries to destroy her and her family. And so she has to defend not only herself, but her family and some of her new friends that she has made. Okay, so we have a pretty much a trained killer who has been out and been trained to kill and does eight, um, missions and everything, and yet her biggest mission right now is to defeat high school. Yes. Oh, the irony. Oh, the <laughs> irony. Well, I have to give it to you that this film... Oh, I'm glad to see Haley Steinfeld do comedy because it looks like she does great comedy. <laughs> um, ever since Pitch Perfect 2, I think she, she can do great comedy. And I've only seen the trailer. I have not seen the film. But she looks so funny in this film. I'm so excited. I want to see this film because she looks amazing. 
Okay, enough of me gushing over. Uh, this film has great stars. We have Haley Steinfeld, Jessica Alba, and Samuel L. Jackson is in this film. So, how are the actors in this film? I thought the actors were phenomenal. Each actor actually fit their character really well, and they each brought something different to this film. For example, Samuel L. Jackson, you could really tell who his character was and how he was a stern um, leader of the Prescott School for Girls and how he was very strict and he doesn't fool around and he's take, he's very serious about his job. And also how Megan is very is really good at her of her job, but also she wants to know what it's like to be a teenager. So there are some different contrasts this between each character, and they all bring a lot and uniqueness to this movie. Sounds like they do, and I love these actors, and I can't wait to see these pe- these actors in this movie. This looks like a a action packed but also fun film. So speaking of the action, what did you think about the fight scenes and everything in here in this film? They were very intense. I actually, those were actually my favorite scenes because they were so intense and so exciting that I was so, I could not wait to find out what actually happened next because they just left you on the edge of your seat waiting to figure out who's going to like survive, who's going to win, what's going to happen next, who's going to throw the next hit. It was just so exciting and I was just literally on the edge of my seat looking up at the screen (laughs) oh my gosh what's gonna happen next i just love those scenes they were very interesting totally i love spy films it it i sorry is this a spy film or is it more of just a secret agent well spy film is this a spy film yes it it is a spy film actually because they say she's a special she's a special agent of some sort i didn't know if it was spy film and i don't want to mix that up (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley. And today, we're talking about the films Tomorrowland, Barely Lethal, and we just talked to two distinguished musicians, Randy Sharp and Dave Canoyne. Right now, I'm continuing talking to Kendall about Barely Lethal and how it's a fun, action-packed film, and all the actors are amazing in it. So, Kendall, this film has amazing comedy, I hear, and I'm all about comedy. So, what did you find that was particularly funny in this film? What I thought was funny in this film was the way Megan was saying some of her lines. She was very sarcastic with them. And also when some kids actually wanted to at least talk to her and try to become friends with her, she, d- she thought that they were actually trying to hour out to get her. And so she was all being, like, standing up for herself where she really didn't need to (laughs) and acting like she was going to beat them up, even though they were just saying hi. And I thought those things were pretty funny. Sounds like it. Now, this film looks like it's tackling the importance of childhood and why you shouldn't grow up too fast. So how do you feel like this film tackles that more and do they do it in a good way that is that teaches the audience something um i think it teaches it in a very good way because it in in the beginning it shows how when she was just very young she started training and nobody taught her anything about what life in the real world was like or how school was or anything and so she just always wanted to experience that and when she left i feel like she really learned about what real life was all about and all of the research she has done has made us so much more sense and it's just been 
clear for her. Well, I'm glad. And childhood is very important. And I'm glad this film does tackle that subject. Is there any particularly particular scene that you found was your favorite? My favorite scene was when Megan was fighting Victoria Knox, her enemy, because it was just so intense and exciting. I just could not wait to figure out what was going to be the next thing that happened because I did not know who was going to who was going to be the winner of the fight or who's going to who else is going to stop and save them. It was just so intense and interesting. I was, I just love that scene. I love I love movies that are able to keep you on the edge of your seat and just enough action and comedy in there. That's my kind of film. Now this film does have some violence and with the comedy I'm guessing the comedy is not intense is not, is a little bit mature. So what would you say the age range for this film is? I would say the age range would be for very mature 13 to 18-year-olds because right. there are a few scenes and um, there are a few like inappropriate languages throughout this movie. So I would suggest it for an older audience that, are, that is very mature about it too. Totally. That's just something to look out for. For parents who want to take their kids to this, make sure that they're at least a mature 13-year-old and up. So, sounds good. And how many stars would you give this film? I would give this film five out of five shining stars. Shining stars. It's a fantastic movie. Is there anything in this film that you found very unique compared to other maybe action films? Hmm. I would say that, that the bad guys seem to always come back because after Megan would defeat them, they would eventually... Like get out of prison and try to come back at her but she always seems to fight them off so it seems like they would never win even though they always like get out of prison so i think that's something very unique well it actually i uh, i feel like that's been done in movies quite a few times whenever you feel like you defeat the bad guy well always comes back well thank you so much for talking about barely lethal it's been a pleasure kendall thank you all right this film is in is coming out soon so please go check it out Let's take a break. I'm your host, Keeper C. Blakesley, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
the term break a leg, what do you think of? Maybe it's the movies, musicals, stage shows, and theater. Break a Leg will explore all forms of creativity, whether it's from theater, movies, TV, or even books. On our show, we'll discuss all aspects of show business, including how to get your start and what's trending now. Guests include actors, singers, and dancers working in the industry to give you a unique and personal perspective. Tune in weekly to Break a Leg, your all things entertainment show, Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Jerry Ors, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. We just talked about Fairly Lethal, and next we're going to talk about uh, Tomorrowland with our wonderful guest, Kiefer. So how are you doing, Kiefer? Fabulous. Thank you very much for asking, Jerry. Of course. So can you tell us the story about this wonderful new film? Well, this Disney film is based off the Disney attraction Tomorrowland. And we follow the char- we follow the character Cassie Newton, played by Britt Robertson. And every time she touches this pin, she is transported into this, what I can only assume is a dimension called Tomorrowland, where all the greatest minds in the world come together and create whatever they want whatever their imagination takes them and it's this wonderful world but she when she meets this character she meets George Clooney's character Frank Walker and he has created something that tells the future of our world which is going to end soon so it's up to Britt Roberts uh, it's up to Cassie Frank and and many other characters to save the world to save our world from the impending doom and also to teach the and also to teach people that you can create your own tomorrowland you just have to put your mind to it and it's very true and tomorrowland is a amazing amazing place it but is. if you were given the opportunity like a one way ticket to tomorrowland would you go what kind of a question is that? Yes, I would definitely <laughs> go. Yeah, I would definitely go. That just seems like my kind of place. It's just so beautiful, and it's just it's it's artists and inventors. And I like how this film shows that it's not just scientists and inventors and engineers. It's also any it's anybody who believes that this world can become Tomorrowland. And it's kind of this film's kind of like a calling card to anybody who believes that this world can be amazing. Whether you're a dancer, a filmmaker, or an engineer, you can just create this magical world known as Tomorrowland. 
Yeah, you know, I think that a big part is, of course, understanding physics and engineering and basic science, but also a big part is being creative, having creative minds yep. create all these cool, ide- cool ideas. Totally. What would you What would you invent if you were in Tomorrowland? What would I invent? I, uh, from a filmmaking standpoint, I would love to see if we can invent some way to create actual 4D like films. Like, you know, you go to a 4D ride and you put on the glasses and it's usually like they move the seats and they do all that fun stuff. I'm actually it's like saying like you put on the glasses and you literally can actually step into that movie. Now, I wouldn't step into the movie Gladiator, but you know <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> that, would be, that would be awesome. I'll take tickets to see any movie, good or bad, if I could do that. That would just be an maybe, amazing. Maybe if it's like a bad film, you can maybe go in there and step in there and maybe say like, okay, hold up. We're going to see if we can change this a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just kind of make it your own story. That would there be very go. cool. Perfect. And how was the directing, uh, Brad Bird, the director, how did he do in this film? Oh, when I heard Brad Bird was creating this, I got giddy. <laughs> Brad Bird, I love Brad Bird because he created some of my favorite films growing up. Iron Giant, I grew up with that movie. Incredibles, Ratatouille. He's created some great animation work. And to see him do another live-action film, it's breathtaking. The visuals, the... The way this film was created is absolutely amazing. I love Brad Bird's directing. I think he's a very good director. And it's just nice to see him direct films because he, he hasn't directed a lot of films per se. Film, make, to make a film in general is nothing to sneeze at. But he's just an amazing director and I'm just glad to see him put on a, um, sit in the director's chair every time he comes in. He's amazing. Yeah, and this film does feel like an animation, yet it's... Yes action like live action so he did a fantastic job portraying that and how do you think the acting was there's a lot of wonderful people bird robertson george clooney and others how do you think they all played their roles (laughs) okay (laughs) whoever cast oh what's the name i'm trying to find a name okay rafi cassidy as athena that person deserves a raise oh my gosh okay athena is this auto animatronic and she is amazing she is um, awesome raffi is just she's so funny and she just puts put, portrays this character i don't know is she 12 or 13 in real life i think so but she's absolutely amazing and she works off george clooney who's also a very talented actor that when you put the two together oh my gosh raffi keeps up with george clooney and i in fact i feel like george clooney has to keep up keep up with this little girl because she's She's going. She's fast. She's on a roll. It's amazing to see the interaction. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Jerry Ors, and today we will talk about Tomorrowland with Kiefer, and we did talk about Barley Lethal, Tomorrowland, and also the creators of Calling the Elephant, the CD. And Kiefer was just talking about how Rafi, who plays Athena, is fantastic, and that she does a wonderful job, and George Clooney has to keep up with her, and she's only like 12 or 13. And I have to agree, Rafi is amazing in the film, and she's just an awesome character. Do you think she is your favorite character or someone else? She is. She's really a great character. I love this character so much. But, Jim, I have a question for you. What did you think about how, well, pretty much the message this film is portraying? I think the message in this film is absolutely inspirational, especially in how they portray it. What did you think about that, Jerry? I thought that was a very interesting and unique um, moral or message. It's pretty much saying that we can do anything we want, we believe in, but we have to take care of the planet too. We have to make sure that we're doing positive changes because if not, then we can't do anything because the world ended. So, and I think they are portraying that message very well and showing that it could happen. Do you think Tomorrowland, this 
dream place where anybody would love to live could happen in real life? Oh, absolutely. I like to look at myself as very optimistic, and this world can happen. Pretty much, when I go to Tomorrowland, the Disney attraction, when I go there, I am transported into this vision, much like Walt Disney's vision of this world can happen if we put our minds to it, if we believe and dream. And a lot of Tomorrowland is pretty much an embodiment of what Walt Disney believed in. It takes hard work, creativity, and a bit of magic to create a world like Tomorrowland, and I feel like it's portrayed beautifully in this film. I think Walt Disney would be proud seeing this film because of how they portray it. And you also have the villain in here is David Nix, who's played by Hugh Laurie, does bring up a good point of how, yes, our our society, there's flaws in our societies, and there's, there's starvation in some countries, and yet obesity in others. Figure that out. I mean, stuff like that. And you, can, you can't help but agree and identify with this character, with David Nix, but yet, there's still the optimistic characters like George Clooney and Britt Robertson who show that, yes, there's flaws, but we can change it if we just do something about it. So it's, it's just, I, I love this film. I was, and I'm surprised because I didn't think I was going to like this film, but it's amazing. And honestly, it's very surprising because usually trailers lead you to false hope, but the trailers are pretty much spot on in this film. I mean, like, you see the trailer and you're like, wow, this looks like an amazing film. And you see, and you're like, "Wow, this is even better." <laughs> and how about, and how about the age range for this film? I say the age range is. I don't want to put a limit on this. I say all ages. Any ages who can comprehend um, the storyline and the characters. Now there is some action, and not technically language. They don't really say anything. It's very brief. So probably seven through eight, um, seven and up, because I feel like kids should see this film to show that to inspire them to work hard but to let their imagination run wild and so there's a brief language and some action but i feel like kids can can take this kids will understand and take this so that's my age range and if you're gonna ask me how many stars i'm gonna give this well five out of five wonderful beautiful stars (laughs) and why would you give it five out of five wonderful beautiful stars Pretty much everything I said in this whole entire segment. It's just, it's, it has great characters. It's got great visuals, directing, and story even. But more importantly, it's got a very inspirational message in this film that is, that I admire. And I'm glad this film portrayed this message. And if you may, you may see that some of the reviews, other critics may say, um, talk about it and it has getting average reviews i say check this film out for its message because it's a very important message that i feel like kids let alone adults should see you know and i also think that depends on who you are you'll have a different aspect well keeper thank you so much for talking to me about the new wonderful disney film tomorrowland would you like to have any final words about the film go create tomorrowland everybody create it i think that's perfect final words thank you so much for talking to me My pleasure, Jerry. Again, if you would like to see Tomorrowland, it is in theaters now. Thanks so much for joining us. This is Jerry Orris, and you have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To hear more film reviews and learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to kidsfirst.org and check out our Kids First blog on Huffington Post. This show is produced for the Voice America Kids Network by Kidstar Radio. We empower kids.
Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm. Now from the Kids Are Album of the Month, here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Anglerfish.
that was the Wiz Pops from the Kidstar Album of the Month. 